for those consumers who are buying their first insurance policy what should your advice be to them what kind of policy should they choose and from which insurer house to should they choose from so how do they understand the parameters and make a quick nice decision on the informed decision on the same so divya you are asking me a question which you are the most qualified in the country to answer people janta aapse sunna chahte hain this is uh, cheating but okay. but i i think my view is as i said industry tagline is sabse pehle life insurance and i believe within that sabse pehle protection policy so i think everybody should have a term policy or there are now other types of protection policies that that are there i will not go into the details of that okay. right if you are 40 years of age you should have about 20 times your current income beyond that is a matter of risk appetite and you would have seen as you advise your customers somebody has a high risk appetite somebody has a lower one somebody has a need in their portfolio to get a guaranteed stream of income so there are different products for that there are unit linked policies which give you market linked returns but they are low on cover now for example we have a very unique product which has a unit linked platform so it can give you high returns over 20 years 30 years 40 years as long as you buy the policy for but it also offers high protection i so, think that is the only company who has something like this in the market that's right we, we call it param rakshak yes. and param rakshak plus and the idea of param rakshak is actually it is a unique combination of unit link platform plus high term cover plus health riders so critical care riders hospital cash riders which means that if the consumers have to spend a day or a week in the hospital they get cash value for that if there is a critical illness that they have you know they get a lump sum for that so i think in that sense it is a holistic package but the point i was trying to make is some people will have a view that they want to ride the fortunes of the market over a longer period of time and they can do that with a unit link policy some consumers will have a view that in my portfolio i need 20% 30% which is guaranteed and i think what we in the industry call non par or guaranteed products blended kind of products are are absolutely fantastic mm. for that also because they are tax free when you compare them to other instruments like bank deposits right and if you look at irrs today that many companies like ours and others are offering they are between 5 and 6% so 5 and 6% return which is tax free compare that to a bank deposit any time plus you get insurance on top it is a fantastic value plus there is no redeployment risk of the money unlike any other uh, instrument like fd or bond so i Correct. think in our economy we have only two guaranteed on the paper kind of products fd and bond so the kind of products which we sell through insurance houses giving you an irr of 5 to 6% or little more so with no redeployment risk for next 50 years or so That's it's right. a wonderful thing because we are capturing the interest rate today forever, forever for somebody's entire lifetime so anshul there is a big competition coming up with the growth of fintech brands in india what technological advancements uh, is yes securities offering for this so as darwin has said not the most strongest of the uh, species will survive but the one most adaptive will survive so we wanting to make our uh, technology and the system as adaptive as possible to take care of the customers present as well as future needs so basically survival of the fittest is the answer absolutely to... and the fittest is the one who is the most adaptive and in terms of can adopt the trends changing trends of the customers so what is your message to all those who have already have a lot of wealth accumulated so who have a big portfolio so what is the message to them uh so the the first thing now which they should look at who has already created a good wealth is protection of the wealth 
So that's the most important thing what they should look at and their expectation from that portfolio should not be uh, sky high because again if you are going for that kind of an expectation then you have you are carrying an inherent, inherent risk of losing the capital as well. So if you have a good portfolio at this point of time one should look at more of a capital protection uh, first and then steadily growing on it. So Dr. Subornobos, with the growing hotels, restaurants and pubs in cities and increasing tourism in India and across the globe, it has definitely opened up a stream of income opportunities for many of the young aspirants and the students in, who are taking up hospitality as a career. What is your view? What, is, what do you think are the options available I think, now? I think this is the best thing that has happened among the millennials and young people. They are now not really worried so much about the placement, so much about the jobs. They are becoming the startups. They are opening their own cafes, they are opening their food trucks, they are uh, joining everywhere. Some of my students have become already very, very good budding entrepreneurs. Wow. And if you see all over the country, we have got hundreds of cafes now. I think it's a great start. And from the moment now to the next 50 years, there would be a big startup revolution going in the hospitality sector. Harish, you excel in communicating through storytelling. So, and the stories which you wish to choose, you also choose them with great care. So, does this trait also apply in choosing the financial instruments? Of course, Divya. You know, when I write a book, I have to compile a set of stories which I strongly believe in. Take, for instance, my most recent book, Tata wow. Stories. Okay. This is your recent book? This is my recent Amazing. book. Amazing. Now, in this book, there are 40 stories, okay. all from the history of the Tata Group. But I had to choose 40 out of thousands of stories. So I had to look at the stories which convey the essence of the Tata brand very well. And that was one criteria for the choice of story. As much as the other criteria was how gripping is the story? How does it come to life? Similarly, I completely agree with you. While choosing financial instruments, one has to be equally choosy and careful. And uh, you have to choose the kind of instrument you want based on your various priorities. After all, it is your hard-earned money. And of when you are investing it, you have to take great care in choosing where and when you want to invest. And with whom you wish to invest. That's also very important. Absolutely. I mean, who is going to handle your money is equally as important about… Actually, who is going to handle my money is the, the most, most important, important question. Yes. The most important question. Yes. Yeah. In one of your books, you have also extolled the virtue of curiosity. So, do you think this virtue of curiosity should be an important element for any investor while choosing their instrument? That is true, Divya. Uh, in a book that I wrote earlier to this called The Curious Marketer, I talk about how curiosity actually leads you to learning more, how curiosity opens your eyes. You know, in that book, I've discussed things from as different as honey to coconut water to visiting museums and what that curiosity has done to me as a marketer. From honey to coconut water to, to museum. museums. So, okay, you I, can learn a lot from all At this all point, these I can't see any link. Well, you can learn a lot from all these three and wow. all these three actually help me become a better marketer. You know, as children, we are very curious. As adults, yes. we should be equally curious because when you're curious, you start asking questions. Yes. And when you start asking the right questions, you get the right answers. Correct. Which is very important whether it is storytelling or whether it's investing. You know, getting the right answers is very critical. So I would say if you're an investor, be curious, learn as much as possible and don't ever think that you know it all. No doubt about it. So there are three C's there. Change is the only constant, change and constant. And what can get you out of that is curiosity. Wow, very nice it is. So we live in a situation where we are in diverse uh, 
risk, various risks as in inflationary, climate change, geopolitical or as in the sense infections etc. So, what is your message to people in this situation? How do they tide over these and take things forward from you? So, the risks could be different. There are a set of risks like health risks and uh, or there could be risks relating to life where there could be uh, a situation where somebody could lose a earning member of the family. Uh, the other risks could be loss of income and consequently, you know, you have to tide over that situation in a financial manner. So, risk could be different. I think uh, what one has to look at is how does one prepare himself or herself to manage those risks. See, we are, we can never predict what will happen tomorrow. It's very, very difficult. Nobody expected COVID to happen. Uh, and there are positive sides of COVID also and nobody actually looked at those positive sides also and people couldn't imagine that could happen. So, I, I think we all have to be prepared to handle these situations. And for that, uh, you know, from a financial perspective, one has to build a savings kitty. It is extremely important that one has access to liquid savings at all points of time. And those liquid savings could, you know, how much they could be, would be a function of family size, the expenses, uh, you know, how young your children are, uh, which are the family members you are supporting and so on and so forth. Uh, the others is, uh, you know, the other risks are which you can protect yourself against, whether it is life or health. I think these are the two big risks uh, which exist. And, and there are plans which are available. There are insurance products which are available through which you can protect yourself. Uh, a lot of time, uh, what, what happens is in good times, we forget that bad times can hit us. Mm. I think all of us should remember, mm. then if we are seeing good times, we will see bad times also. Parveen, as a hotelier, you've always been thinking out of the box experiences for your consumers. So, we would like to, it would be really interesting to know your thoughts on the new age financial instruments like cryptocurrencies, AIFs, or maybe angel investing, startups, etc. Uh, with digitization of the financial instruments, um, I think there are a lot of new opportunities which are appearing. Um, I am still a little more conservative uh, person and I would say you could probably allocate a very small part to crypto or NFT or uh, other instruments of a similar nature, angel investing. But you need to be careful about it because there are high risk and high return. And uh, usually once your basic financial planning is done, then probably the top 5% of the pyramid is what you could uh, invest into these instruments. Rahul, for those people who may have missed the bus early towards the retirement planning, how do they build up the corpus towards retirement planning? What is a fast track method no, or ninja are, growth hack kind of? There are no fast tracks, uh, unfortunately, but there is never too late also okay. uh, at the same time. So the typical formula is that if you are, you know, 30 years old, then 70% should be in equity. I mean, 100 minus 30, those normal formulas are there, but it also depends on your risk appetite. If someone is uh, late to answer your question, uh, how depends on how late, but I would say that he should definitely start with categories which dynamically change the equity debt allocation, like the balanced advantage fund I mentioned, um, and also have, uh, you know, use that to compensate for the time which you might have missed out. 
because if you try to do equity debt yourself and you try to make up for the lost time by putting equity higher permanently you might end up doing more damage than uh, good so therefore you need a little bit of uh, you know sensible approach even while you're trying to create your retirement corpus so let's say you start at 40 then you know you 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 have to follow uh, still follow the same rules uh, and try and take advantage through categories like balanced advantage fund if you want to really try and create some catch up but you know there's no substitute for starting early i would add here yes that retirement planning at whatever age is about uh, achieving or planning for your financial freedom that is financial freedom is i don't have to worry about working to earn to meet my annual expenses so uh, just a, a ballpark here that if your annual expenses x if you have 25 to 30 times uh, this amount saved in your retirement corpus then it takes care of your future expenses and as well as the inflation that will eat into you this expenses so each year you consume 4% of this corpus and the balance corpus keeps on growing to beat inflation that's very super you know when it comes to financial planning or investing what do you give a maximum weightage on whether it is service or maybe return on investment or the term of investment or the simplicity or the sectorial what is it that you give weightage on my personal favorite if you ask me when it comes to investing is simplicity okay. it is i think it is extremely extremely important for the customer to understand what exactly he or she is investing into and for that simplicity of the product simplicity of the plan all of that really makes a lot of difference we have seen during the lehman crisis how complicated products were bundled and sold to you know and customers who wouldn't have really figured what they were buying into so simplicity is the most important thing when it comes to financial uh, investments the second thing if you ask me is more about ensuring that you create a plan plan which uh, details your surpluses your expenses your short term needs your medium term needs your long term needs and then sticking with a consistency to that plan and most importantly reviewing it on a periodic basis those are the two most important things if i if you ask me i would connect with when it comes to financial investments at a personal level so yashish what would be your advice to the younger generation who graduated from the b school and looking for career opportunities i think uh, uh, risk is overrated opportunities uh, are uh, underrated or so whatever right you know growth is underrated so i think i would advise them to uh, take risks and uh, set their goals on whatever they wish for and i am very confident they will achieve it uh, i know it seems like an advice everybody gives but through my experience that's what i've learned that uh, we think a lot of things will go wrong we are very worried at times uh, but uh, we don't know what all opportunities will come along the way and uh, eventually we can't see everything today uh, we can only see what we can do now or what we can do in the next few days or few months or few years even years is very difficult to predict uh, for a lifetime it's very very difficult to predict so you don't know what all opportunities will come so i think what i wanted to say was risks are always overrated because you can see what all can go wrong uh, 
you cannot always see what all opportunities will arise so opportunities underrated underrated so go ahead and take your chances what i would say so do you think that beauty industry has any impact on the economy of the yeah. country yeah. if yes how yeah so firstly of course you know beauty is still one of the fastest growing categories in india it's a very large business you know beauty personal care itself is like a 60000 crore uh, business just in products and it's one of the fastest growing growing at about 15% year on year but beyond that i feel that beauty as an industry is one of those industries which employs the most number of women and this is the yes and like sugar has okay. 2500 women employees we have wow. more than 70% of our workforce is women okay. because it's just an industry where it's easier for women to get ahead and uh, now i will tell you the impact that has on gdp right so the percentage of women in workforce has come down to under 20% and there is a mckinsey report that says a 10% change in the participation of women in workforce can have an 800 billion dollar impact on india's gdp Oh. now that's the impact that it can have because it is one of your most under leveraged under utilized asset in india that's women uh, who are you know educated but are sitting at home and not working right so now filling that workforce gender gap can have an 800 million dollar impact and i feel there are two industries one is of course your banking and financial services mm. and yes. the other is beauty that's actually at the forefront of bringing about this change so i feel this is an indirect um, impact that it has but it cannot be discounted because the scale it's like 10% different 20% participation going to 30% can actually bring about a change of 800 million dollars and that's, you know, that's a radical change absolutely and that's what we need to get to our 5 trillion dollar gdp growth yeah true so god of you have been a serial entrepreneur so you must have faced many challenges in your journey how did you overcome them I think every day is a challenge, right? When you are you are kind of building something, you know, there's yes. so many moving parts. Uh, I think uh, few things I think which has kind of worked well. One is a very high degree of obsessive focus on governance, right? Okay. Uh, so your bad news travels the first. So you have to constantly, constantly keep uh, the board and your stakeholders updated. So I think that's been our mantra, right? So I think. Uh, anything which we think is not going well we discuss it quite openly right both with the board as well as the team uh, second is again over investing in the team right so i think sometimes what happens is that the journey is anyways for an entrepreneur going to be very lonely so it's very important that you have the right founding team who are coming for the right purpose and the right reason right so i think uh, don't end up over hiring very early right ensure that you are Uh, meeting and interviewing at least the first hundred, first hundred and fifty people, especially on the dimensions of culture. Uh, so these two things, I think, will help you to control a lot of externality and set up the overall foundation. The third thing, also to my mind, is uh, every day is a new day. Yeah. That that's been kind of my learning. That what uh, my mantra also is that you know we have not done anything as of tomorrow, right? So everything we have done is as of yesterday. So we need to you know take. one day at a time and and remain excessively focused on execution because when you're starting something the vision strategy all of that looks very good right but when the road hits the rubber is largely around execution right so how do you yes. ensure that you're breaking down a large part of your vision right uh, into very very small chunks for the team to actually go out and execute very well and give them the kind of freedom which is required to execute well right so and and that's to my mind has helped me to kind of tide over challenges around 
whether it is around the macro or it is around fundraise or it is around you know competitive landscape so a lot of these things you can control if you focus on these two three things thank you for watching manage wealth with me divya tusniyal Thank you.